Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. But today's guest is currently sat on the other side of the world in Australia as the sun goes down there, whilst I'm on my fourth coffee of the morning here in London just having had breakfast. So no wine for me, I'm not an animal. But as you're about to hear, there is plenty to raise our proverbial glasses to. My guest started out as a child model and actor, and as a teenager, used her earnings to finance a demo that got assigned to Sony Records when she was 15. At 17, she came to fame as Nina in Neighbours, a standout musical student at Erinsborough High, and upon leaving the show, launched her debut solo album, which went to number one for 29 weeks in Australia, and saw her break the charts here in the UK too. Just as she was about to begin work on her follow-up album, at the age of 18, she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma and successfully underwent chemotherapy and radiation therapy. In remission, she got back to work and nine number one singles and four number one albums in Australia, sell-out tours and a nine-year run as a coach on Australia's The Voice followed. Then, in 2018, she was stopped in her tracks again when surgery to remove her salivary gland ran into complications, paralysing a nerve in her tongue, and she woke from the operation unable to speak. Now, all of this took place without anyone but those closest to her knowing, and she embarked on a year of exhausting daily speech therapy sessions alongside writing her sixth album, Bridge Over Troubled Dreams, all whilst learning to talk and sing again. As you're about to hear, thankfully, she is now in fine form. 
Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to catch up on. So let's dial her up. It's Delta Goodrum. Good evening, Australia, and good morning from a fresh and spring-like London. How are you, Delta? I'm so well. I'm, I'm all the more happy to be speaking to you. I, I'm trying to work out the last time that you spent any considerable time here in the UK. Um, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm going back a, a while here, aren't I? It's been a, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. I have, I have missed, <laughs> I have so many fond memories of being there. I love... You know, every time I've, I've ever come over, I've loved it. I think the last time I was there was 2016. I got to um, come over and we did some, we had some great shows. We did this little art gallery and everyone came in. It was like a vibe. It, it was great. So that was the last time I was there. So shout out to those people. Well, I've been I've been following you across the course of, crikey, I have lost count of how many lockdowns we've had here in London. I know you had know. one big, massive one which seemed yep. to successfully then get you out of it. So you're having something like a normalish life at the moment in Sydney, would that be right? Yeah, yeah, I think we're, we're really grateful here at the moment that um, currently there's no locally transmitted um, cases at the moment. Um, obviously, it's always an unpredictable case, but we are thinking of you all being in lockdown so much. Every Everybody in different parts of the world going through such an individual journey, but collectively still experiencing something um, so together, is it's just wild. We'd just come from the bushfires at the start of the year in Australia and then we kind of had this, we'd just done this one last concert, this beautiful uh, firefight concert coming together and being very patriotic and who knew, you know, we'd have to come to that, uh, bring that patriotism all together and carry it through. I forget, yes, you had the bushfires and they were terrifying terrifying yeah, 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 to, yeah. to sit back and watch it but to live through that and I spoke to a couple of friends in Sydney who you know that you could you woke up well you lived through the day just smelling those fires even if you weren't close just that cloud yeah you um you walked I remember at uh, Christmas time we had started to see little bits of ash were flying onto we were outside at one of our friends table and we were like wow this is this is a, like we're in another world. It was it was definitely the start of a of a new chapter again. As we all entered into this pandemic, you had come out of your own not very long through your own extraordinary health crises. Yeah, for sure. So so in my in my journey, I uh, I had just gone through a huge reset. So I'd gone through this. Uh, what I call is going back to zero, you know, when you are, and I remember a few people that I've spoken to have had this experience where they go back to zero and where you just feel like, you know, you just, everything kind of melts away. It was basically, I'd had a, to get, to get technical, I'd had a, uh, a salivary gland. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Goodrum over here. You know, you learn a lot about uh, cranial nerves and all sorts when you spend, when you spend a lot of time with doctors, you start to end to think that you've got the language down pat. You're like, oh yes, let me tell you about uh, cranial nerve number 12. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I went through, basically, uh, I had had an, an infection in my uh, salivary gland and and then basically led to having an operation. And then when I woke up, I basically knew, knew something was a bit off and thought it would be routine. I was actually headed to the UK. Of all things, Kate, that, no. it was, this was 2018. I had my flights booked and it was one of those moments in time where, again, uh, it was a reset. And it was basically I woke up we sort of been there for a month and then we it was a it was a long journey of step by step of being with the um healing and trying to get it right and then we said okay we'll take out the salivary gland so then I basically uh there'd been a lot of pressure and I I I got a bit of 
uh, nerve nerve damage and so then basically it means that it, luckily the the nerve is not a cut or that would be a totally different story but that damage meant that I had to then learn how to speak again and how to be able to pronunciate and so I went to rehab with my with um, speech therapy which is not the other kind of rehab but a very uh, speech <laughs> therapy just going every single day um, uh, learning how to speak and it was a, obviously as a singer you start to uh, know how how uh, deeply troubling it is at the time but understanding that of course I understood this was so, a fight that I had to go through and I had to learn how to you know this is your health is your most important thing and and I spent all the time trying to speak and learning and had a wonderful speech therapist wonderful doctors and to, so I could be able to make the new record again and I'm talking here today and I'm very grateful for that and so many lessons learnt, but a very silent moment, a very still moment, a very quiet mm. moment to listen and observe. And um, it's kind of where the start of the new record was. And that's where I shared my video about how I had come to making this new album and going back to basics of, you know, when you uh, have to be the listener and observe and, and I guess, listen to life and, and work out where the compass leads you to next. You're probably doing yourself a disservice when you say that, you know, I had to learn to talk again. <laughs> you had you had to learn to talk again, which yes. as a 34 year old woman who relies on words to create your music, you're a songwriter, and then the ability to speak and sing those words for your livelihood, everything mm. stopped. And the video that you shared, so just so our listeners get some sort of time frame, this is 2018. Yeah. You didn't share that video until it, going into 2020. Is that right? 2020. So you'd had two years of, is it like a two year moment, like an abyss in your life where everything stops? And you talk about this with Paralyzed, this, the single, you know, the doctor said, everything was cancelled. You said the doctor says you can't speak. And watch the video on, on Delta's Instagram to follow that story of that 18 months, two years, because she's really making it sound like she had a cold. I get in a lot of trouble for not sharing in detail about when I go through these things. It's the very Australian approach of just like keeping it very um, modest and you're like, you're like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Because I've always had the understanding that I know a lot of people go through a lot worse. I understand that so many people are going through so much. So I guess, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty strong uh, female. I think I've lived many different chapters. And so when I look at it, I guess because I've processed it and I've, I've, tried to understand uh, that moment. And I was thankful that I was at, you know, I, I would go to my mum's and I'd, I'd obviously, I was staying really far out of the sea, just kept a little bubble. And- You didn't tell anyone, did you, apart from your immediate family? No, that this is what no, was it was a very private journey. And I was very thankful, you know, I, you know, I, you really, uh, so thankful for great friends and family in your life with that support. I was, I was very lucky like that. And I, these are the things I cherish and understand that, um, I have, but I, I, I definitely, yes, it wasn't, it wasn't your common cold. It was, it was a complete paralysis and it was a lot of hard work, a lot of determination. You know, just, I, I always think every time something challenging comes up in my life, I think, oh, okay, well, let me have a new understanding of something maybe I didn't understand before. But, but I, I, yeah, I had definitely had a lot of discoveries. Gosh, yeah. I mean, you must have felt like Superman without his cape because you, everything you do relies on words and your ability to communicate. Please go and watch Delta's video. It's on her Instagram page. And let, follow that story because I started watching that film, Delta, and I my jaw was on the floor because when you oh. first come in and you start, I understand it's how limited your speech was because it was incredibly, I mean, you really couldn't speak well. 
I, I was rooting for you. And then as you get to the end, I'm literally like air punching for you going, go on. And you worked so hard. You worked so hard. I'm so, I'm so impressed. Thank you. Well, the, the reason why I shared it later on, and obviously because all of a sudden as I was watching the world and starting to, you know, from our windows, as we did, we watched the world. We're thinking about what everybody was going through. And I started to think, well, if ever there was a moment to remind people to keep going and to, to not give up, maybe this was something that somebody might watch and realize they, you know, they've got to work hard to get it, but we can get through it. I, I, it was really a, it was an interesting choice because I didn't even know if I would share that story. It was one of those moments I, I've lived my life in the public eye my entire life since I was a teenager. And um, that was just one of those moments. It was a really private, um, private path. But I'm thankful that when I released that video, the amount of people that came forward and shared with me, oh, I actually, you know, my, my mother-in-law had a stroke and she had to work hard at getting her speech back. This is, and I just had this beautiful connection to people. I had no idea who would have gone through um, nerve damage. You're like, I, what do you mean? I was looking online continually trying to find anybody who might've been going through what I had. Obviously, I am a proud cancer survivor and it was a much easier access to find people having that conversation when I was younger. But yeah. in this moment, as a, as, a, as a new battle and a different era of my life, I, was, um, I found it really hard. So I, I asked my dear speech therapist to, do a, uh, to bring a bit of the community together. And we had such a lovely conversation just about, you know, communication challenges and um, what it takes to overcome them and, and how it can make you feel so... Uh, there's a, there's a disconnect in trying to... And obviously my whole life with music is about connecting. It's always yeah. been about, you know, telling a truth and a story and and sharing that truth and having that connection with somebody in a, on a really uh, uh, real level. And and it was a, it was very special to kind of come out the other side and then speak to everybody about their own journey. It was, it was, that was really, really beautiful. I thought it was a remarkable story to share at a time when everybody needed to see that through adversity comes greatness. And, yeah. and I thought that you displayed Absolutely. that really beautifully, not just in the way that you allowed your story to be told, but the way that you set that to music. I enjoy the creativity. I love, I love producing my own records. I love going back to the, the, the start of it and just layering it and finding uh, the inspiration from hearing somebody play their instrument like a master. And yeah, it's really, I love, I, I love, I love producing and being creative and bringing things to life. I'm much better at that than sometimes speaking. I find my words, I've got way too many different lanes that I want to share. And I go, okay, I want to go here, I want to go here. And that's, that's happening tonight. I'm like, I've got so much to tell you, Kate. <laughs> but then finding the one train sometimes is hard for me. I loved it. I love watching somebody who can build uh, like literally like a wall of sound I mean even on the video that you shared when you talked about um your paralysis I see you in yes. the studio and you're playing the drums and then you're you're stood <laughs> with the backing singers and you're clapping them through the beats that you want to hit I mean you are all yeah, yeah, yeah. over it and you you know that's that's a remarkable sign of artistry and I'm so pleased that you rediscovered your voice to enable you to carry on doing that Thank you. Thanks, Kate. That's incredibly kind of you. And um, I'm, I'm really appreciative of you to watch the video and to, to discover that, that part. And that's the beauty in being able to share right now, isn't it? We can, yeah. we can share through these different forums to be able to say, well, actually, let's take a, a peek into the window behind where 
you know, it doesn't, these, these things come together and having that longevity in, in a career is so important to be able to make it yourself, to know what you're doing, to, to be able to have new understandings, like different chapters where I've gone, okay, well, let me have a new understanding of this part of the business, of this part of my work, of this part of my creativity. How can I expand that, challenge that, grow that, move forward with that? And that's really, really important to me. You've done it. And you've opened the path up for other women, other other female artists to come through and kind of walk that path as well, which is so important because I know that, you know, you look ahead at your path and you're walking Olivia Newton-John's back in Australia, uh, Kylie's, you know, all of those incredible female artists that, um, especially, and I hope you take this in with, the, in with the compliment that it's wrapped in and intended. If you look like the back of a bus, you might have been taken a bit more seriously. The fact that you are all incredibly beautiful women in so many ways works against you when you're trying to land artistic integrity or to have some artistic input especially 20 odd years ago when it was a man's world our recording industry we you know what you just have to outlast and that's really over the course of time i believe that you know you win people over 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 time you it's not going to happen overnight and i think i've always known that i always have more up my sleeve when it comes to that i believe i was always in this for the long run um it doesn't mean i got it right all the time i definitely made a lot of mistakes but i um I, I got into this music industry because I love I love the arts. I love music. I love being able to um, empower the listener, empower the person. Like when you talk about other artists, you know, I have done the last nine years on The Voice and getting to mentor these artists and be able to share. You know, it's like you live this first discovery with them again. You start to see them um, get their dreams coming true, and you wanna you wanna bring their dreams to life. So yeah, I love. I love bringing a dream to vision. I love visioning it. I love bringing it to life. But I really love sharing it with people. But I also love seeing it happen for other people too. And there's plenty of plenty of room for everyone's dreams to come true if you work hard at, at, at bringing them to life as well, you know? You talk about this reset that you had. And it is like, it is a hard drive reset what you've been through. And actually, most of the world is now slowly coming out of this really disorientating 12 months where everybody has had their own reset and I wondered if you could share because I think a lot of people get scared of resetting but I think it's a really brilliant opportunity for the world to stand back and go on an individual level as organizations as companies as countries as you know whatever however for sure you want to expand it out why don't we reset and what what's the value in that what did you learn from your scary reset I guess I, I think the world currently right now would be it's it's also in a you know, we're adapting to the change that's happened to us. I think there's like that moment I mean, again, it depends. It's very different, I'm sure, for you over there and it's very different to us here. Um, but I do know the realization of the change has really happened and it's really real and um that finding like when 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 we went into lockdown here learning how to like when they would ask us hey we're it's global citizen can you make a video from your uh, living room and and all of a sudden i'm going listen i'm still pen and paper i have not <laughs> merged yet fully into my phone but my phone and i we're about to get real close with these videos for sending them out to the world and i i have so my, this my was like over. global citizen was uh, you were the only australian artist to invited to take part it was lady gaga's organization right she organized this global yes. concert and then you find yourself in your living room going, it's just me and my phone and I've got to make this yeah, happen. Like, you look at your phone and you just go, okay, all right. 
what can I stand it on around here? Like, what do, what do I what do I put on? Lucky I've got a light now at least. So all of a sudden I found myself learning all these new skill sets. That's scary, right? Because, you know, I remember watching that concert and it kind of, you know, I loved looking at everybody's homes. I'm going to, but I'm not going to lie. It was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, property porn. <laughs> but it was definitely the first video off the ranks, right? So yeah. of all videos when you first do it, at least if I'd had like a couple of home videos that I'd done with music before, I might have been able to send to the entire world, but this was this is your first edited video. We um I was so uh, thankful over the course of time. I did duets with you know Colin Hay, and we did Land Down Under. We I I started this online show called Bunker Down as a way yes. to do performances for people who were at home, and so we just sung any requests, and and all of a sudden I started to have this new. Again, not something that I had before this moment at all, but all of a sudden I started to feel that connection between people and and through technology, which I know I was a lot more in person. I loved being present with people in person. And now that, I mean, that's a beautiful thing, that connection to the entire world through our devices is is getting to talk to you today. It's definitely, I think, coming from making the whole world become so much more connected, even in a way that part has definitely been something I know that that came out of it 100% I think we I remember watching that concert and then, yeah, yeah exactly but then I remember John Legend's uh, listening to him on a podcast afterwards I think with Gregory Porter saying oh that was a nightmare trying to set that recording up and then there's Elton John, <laughs> Elton John performing on a piano with sort of some of his kids inflatable pool toys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I kind of love the honesty of that and the fact yeah, that yeah, even yeah. Elton John's got a load of inflatables and landfill knocking around it's his, his house. Because that's what parents the, do. <laughs> I um, I wrote a song on the album called Dear Elton, actually. I mean, he is the master. He is the, you know, yeah. he's such a special. He's like the, uh, he's a, the loved UK. I think of the UK, I think of Elton John. He is the Yoda <laughs> of British music. He's the Yoda, the guru. He really is. <laughs> Have you ever had the Elton John call where he just drops you a note just to say, I like I what you're doing? <gasps> I have. I have. I um, When I first broke on the scene, uh, uh, Sir Elton did give me a call. He actually called me on the very first day of chemo and um, and said and wished me well. And I I, um, I actually, with this album, I wrote a, a book with it and I share that story about how incredible that was and how kind that was and and reaching out and you know, yeah, so he's he's a very special man, I think. He's remarkable for doing that because he still consumes new music every week. You know, he's always, he's downloading, downloading. He's always getting in touch with artists, especially artists that are in trouble. And I think, actually, he's, you know, there's there's something quite saintly sometimes about the way he manages to find the time to phone you on your first day of chemo. Good luck, I'm here, you know. Completely, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Once you've, um, have you ever called him back? Have you ever called him for any reason just to say, how are you? Or do you just get too scared that it's Elton? Uh, it's, oh, I, 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 I have. I mean, I, it's funny because I think of Olivia Newton-John as well as that person that's mm. always, she's also, as an Aussie, been that mentor in my life who's always, you know, been sort of watches over you and she's always got time for everybody and always. And those people, I mean, as a young artist, when I started you know, they're, they're really impressionable moments. And I always think of that when I, you know, when, when I speak to other artists or I think about when people have just started so cognizant mm. of when an artist first starts, how important it is to to let them know there's a community of artists as well. And it's it's, it's like any field, I guess, like it's any job you could do the same. I'm sure yeah. you do it with uh, young presenters coming in and going, all right, I got you. Let yeah, me tell exactly. you a couple of things. Well, just leave the door open, you know? That's what I always think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just just leave the door ajar so that they can come in behind and ask any questions. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. question to you um i wanted to put to you because you have had this as you talked at the beginning of this podcast about these chapters this incredible ride and journey through life and i wondered if you could go back and revisit one period in your life and be able to really relish it and enjoy it maybe in a way that you couldn't the first time around kind of with the gift of hindsight what moment in that uh, in your life would that be and why that moment i think hindsight's the sum of 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 all the chapters I, I not one particular chapter for me I think I would definitely I would love to really have you seen the movie about time no the about time it's a Richard Curtis movie and he talks about living every single day again you know he talks about like sort of living it the first time and then living it a second time yeah and I wrote this song called play and it's about you know it says you don't work the piano you play the piano and the idea that um, you were supposed to sing and dance while the music was being played. And I think I, I've, I've always been playful, but I definitely look back and I think, you know, you could talk about your first discovery, sure. Like when you first break into something you love, mm. I could go back in time to the obvious ones and, and say, yes, all right. I really do look at it as different as different moments. I know I, yeah. I speak about it a lot when I say chapters, but it's because I think as as being such a writer I think about like different moments of my yeah. life or the different albums the different eras I think there's those moments in life which were so seminal and so meaningful but at times we're so busy that we're too busy being busy to enjoy the glory of those moments and I do I do remember moments where you know you really have that complete feeling where you go back I can go back to some of my favorite moments of my life and feel like I jump in them. I always say it's yeah. like when you can jump into the moment, you can feel it, you can see it, you can relive it in your mind. But of course, like in those very early stages of my career, it was it was very, um, I think that I, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't relive them. I, you know, I feel maybe I'd just go back to school. It'd be easier, Kate, you know, go back <laughs> and just enjoy. <laughs> Hindsight is I'd go back to the basketball court at school. Yeah, maybe school's a good one because by the age of 15, you had your first record deal. So your school experience wasn't complete, really, was it? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I went to Erinsborough High, you know, that was where I, after I left school, I went to Erinsborough and, and had a great time there. And, and then the music started and yeah, <laughs> on Neighbours. Didn't um, you guys just go back and do a 30th anniversary show? Maybe, maybe like four years ago, maybe I think it was. I went Jeez. and did an episode, yeah, just <laughs> dropped in, you know, Nina was off writing a song. So I remember you used to come to the UK <laughs> and it would be the first thing anyone would say, Nina, Nina, sing us a song. We did it. We did a, we had a magical moment, Kylie and I, not long ago. We uh, got to sing. I had had uh, a beautiful Christmas concert that um, she was so kindly said yes to a Christmas show, sorry, on, on Channel 9 over here. And, and we did When You Wish Upon a Star, and that was incredibly special to do. Oh. And Robbie, I'm still getting all, everybody from you, I'm like saying, hey, and Robbie Williams, he sang on it as well, which was yeah. incredibly <laughs> wonderful. We did uh, Santa Baby. Maybe I'd relive these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe I'd go back to Christmas. <laughs> Hi, I mean, hindsight, I can definitely tell you, Kate, like, I mean, there's definitely, I, I share a lot in, in, my, in this book about the album, you know, about things I definitely feel like I could have done better and, and, and being younger and making mistakes and make, as we said, lessons, choices that I definitely would look back and think um, that seems so foreign to who I am and who I am today that I definitely, it changes your courses and it's really important the choices we make in our 20s as well where it kind of leads us. So I think, I think I'd go back, probably not at the very start, I'd probably go back in my mid-20s maybe and I'd probably, mm. I'd probably say, you know, you got to listen to your mum. That's what you, you know, that's at the end of the day. Don't tell my mum <laughs> I said this to you, but she will, I will never let Live it, it down. down. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for you guys. Do not pass this on. <laughs> there is, you know what? I, I kind of hear you because now I'm, I'm a mum myself and I'm watching my son make the same lessons mistakes that I tripped into and you just I want to stop him but otherwise you actually at the same time you kind of I have know. to learn you have to learn for yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know it's it's a tricky one because it, it's you know when you of course like relationships get involved all sorts of things come into play and, yeah. and new dynamics in family and um it's I'm sure it's so hard uh, you know I think I obviously I go into this throughout my life, you know, that, that empathy with my parents and you wonder, you can see how, I mean, I'm doing it with my cat, you know, well, I don't want him to make any of the same mistakes. <laughs> He's lying down next to me here, Kate. But it's, it's, it's obviously, um, you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, you, you, you're always going to question your own, but it makes you who you are today. And as long as it you're does. being authentic to who you are in the moment, and I'm, I'm proud of who I am today. So Even some of the painful stuff, the difficult stuff, Actually, you kind of almost don't want to erase it from your past because it for sure it, it gave so much as well. Oh you my know? goodness! The the hindsight. I mean, as you said, the, as you started this conversation on hindsight. I mean, yes, there is hindsight, but then, you know, I, throughout the course of time, when I really dive into these lessons, I definitely think to myself, well, I just couldn't change that because no. it really does. I have so much more knowledge from you know making the mistakes and then understanding to have that conversation about things. It's, it's really does make a big difference. So my last question to you is, is based around 
some of your incredible achievements. And I wanted to kind of go all the way back to your first album, Innocent Eyes, which kind of made made the history books in, in Australia for sure. A uh, huge hit in, in huge territories around the world. But in Australia, it stayed at number one for 29 weeks. That's over six months. That is, that's punchy. Yeah. But I wanted to know when else in your life you've had to defy expectations. I think about that and I think there's defying expectations on a sort of, um, on a numbers basis of, of what we can say of 29 weeks or there's, there's, but, but I also think, I think about defying expectations like kind of a bit more privately of when I reach a goal. Like I do, when I do put a goal, like when I mentioned the Christmas special, the Christmas show has been something that has I've wanted to do, I reckon my whole life. I've always been a Christmas crazy. I love Christmas. I passionately enjoy the gift of giving and the idea of being able to surprise people. And after we'd had such a tough year, I wanted to be able to, you know, I, I think because I had equated um, a lot of the magical elements of belief and believing in anything being possible in this time in my life. And my parents made it so special growing up like that, that um, I definitely, I, I kind of had a correlation to believing in I could do anything with music too, to, to Christmas. So this Christmas situation, I'd, for years I've been like, I really, I really want the Christmas show to come to life. This is one of my little babies. And um, last year I got, I finally got people to say yes. I had asked enough times, and I had said, look, <laughs> you know, this is, this is what, I, this is what I, I really want to happen. And then, beautifully coming together with. You know, we had so many different performances. Like I said, Kylie and I got to duet. Robbie and I got to duet. We had um, the Pentatonics. We, we had so many wonderful... Olivia Newton-John, wasn't she? Olivia Newton-John, of course, of course. But that, that might see, not seem like something outside that somebody would say defy the odds, but it was one of those moments where, you know, I, I had really want, I had a dream to bring this to life and that was kind of defying, well, they won't get it, they won't get it over the line for all the other sides of business behind the scenes trying to make it happen. And, you know, when you bring it to life, uh, you know, and, and, and you work hard at bringing it to life and from every tiny little aspect, I, you know, producing it, I obviously started my production company, Atled Productions, and for our team to, we worked so hard at just bringing it to life. And that little moment in time was something that I go, I'm really proud of that. That was kind of defying expectations or you know, sometimes it might be getting through your to-do list. But like, I, I really do have my own expectations on my own life. I've always been somebody who's been very um, a solo runner in that respect. I've always kind of never really been somebody who followed trends or, or uh, I just like to sort of, I've, I've always had my own little vision of how I see things and doesn't, again, doesn't mean it's right. But, but at the same time, but that's what, that's what makes you an artist, surely. And, it's, and that's, you know, having that consistency and, and I think defying expectations of being here 20 years later I I was 15 you know when I started and I've still been um, thankfully you know being a part of uh, music and and getting to do what I love to do 20 years later still at the top of my game and um, that that could be defy someone's expectations it's still it's public perception versus your own expectation on your own self and your own belief system of what you think and the little wins along the way are what make it you know really worth it to 
I think as well, there's um, there's a kind of an expectation in our industry for everybody to be over in the blink of an eye. So to be here 20 yes, years yes, later, yes, yes. still doing the same job. And that, that for me now is my measure of success. It's like, I'm still doing it. So therefore that is success. <laughs> and and that's exactly right. And and yes, when we first start, there there is that lightning in a bottle element. There is that first. And that is when I was saying about the voice, like getting to see the artists have their first discovery. I really enjoyed that process. Like I loved the mentoring. I was like, I loved seeing them see that for the first time and see behind the curtain. Cause it's kind of like you live it again by seeing that. Yeah. But, but at the same time, to to be proud in that I, I I own my own space. I in the moments I've had to fight for my roles, my my space. But in the moments that I've just been true, just been true to who I am and just led with my heart at all times. I'm definitely a heart heart leader. Unfortunately, um, but, but I think definitely that's, yeah, but that's, is that is that not passion by by a different definitely name? passionate. I'm definitely passionate. Definitely, but being creative. But I I I do say. I think that the consistency and being able to be here for 20 years and still from doing like, th- from having the different variety too, I think that's been important for me is like, mm. is, you know, doing theatre, doing TV, doing movies yeah. or doing, you know, when we played uh, Olivia the Biopic or then bringing to life an arena show, all these different aspects of creativity are kind of what drive me. But at the end of the day, also like reaching out and, and touching someone's lives, inspiring their hearts. I started um, my foundation last year. Yes. And we teamed up with um, the hospital and that's the first port of call. But these are the parts that I want as my legacy is it's very, very important that that part of me that, yes, with the challenges means that I it's a responsibility to make sure that you do do good for other people in this world. And that's important. That's I when I got into the public eye young. I still always believed that, yeah, you are a role model. It doesn't mean that, again, doesn't mean that I've always gotten it right, but it does mean I've understood that there is a responsibility with that yeah. and I do want to touch people's lives in the, in through song or in some way or another. That was my drive from the day I started. Well, um, the foundation is uh, is something that's incredibly close to your heart, I know, and and one of the first, first um, organisations to benefit was the hospital that treated you not just once through your cancer treatments yes. all those years ago. <laughs> Do you feel very emotional when you go back to the hospital? Because it has been the scene of so much um, personal challenge for you. My journey with cancer has been quite present in the sense of still speaking to people about it so consistently. So, you know, you get a message, you get you speak to a couple of people a week who are going through currently in the journey and they're in the fight. So... Um, somebody asked me the other day if it felt like yesterday or ages ago, and I said, well, it does feel like another lifetime ago, but it's still some of the uh, the moments that I experienced in that moment are still so present because, you know, I, I speak to people who connect every single week on going through the fight, and that part has been a gift, obviously. Um, so I don't get emotional as much anymore because there's still that cons- – there's- but occasionally I might – you know, some, see something and, and, and maybe a, a happy tear of being grateful because I'm, I'm here in full flight of, of health. And, yeah, I still still got to keep working, making sure that my placement of voice is always strong. But but at the same time, I, um, you know, I, I, I just want to be the strength more than, than anything else and, and be a um, listening ears to being there for people and, and paying back anything I can to those wonderful doctors who helped me. It's quite remarkable listening to you talk knowing that three years ago you couldn't and to watch you I mean, yes. just, just, honestly it is remarkable Delta did you ever think that you would I mean first of all is your speech back to where it was is your singing back to where it was 
and 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 what do you think that you've taken from that as an experience i mean it was hell on a hot stick i would imagine yeah i think that it's different ever since for sure um really in the sense in the sense that i think if you get technical as a singer like i, I do love the like the technique and the uh, but i think that it's like it's like going through any reset. I don't think things can be the same. You can't go back to where you were before some a, a big challenge like that in your life. I think anyone who goes through, I, I heard this one saying, "This change is a good change, like all changes are." And I try to kind of think every time some sort of big change happens, like, "Okay, this is a good change. It's change is always important." Um, adapting, adapting to it quickly. I think I've I adapt quick with that. But no, I definitely have to. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think I, I think I just have to continue to always work at it so I can, I can be the best, uh, singer that I can be the best communicator through my heart and soul. But of course there's always, there's always, there's always work to do. There's always work to do. <laughs> so is it something that you still have to keep, do you have to keep up with the rehab? Do you have to keep working those muscles? For and sure. Those nerves? For sure. Really? For sure. Well, in the sense that yes, like you have to just because it, it changes slightly, you know, it changes slightly placement. But, you know, I, I feel like I've been in full flight with my voice, um, singing away. We had, you know, like I said, we had the Christmas album. Now we have the new album coming out. And yes. we have the um, uh, the big tour at the end of the year. Are you playing Are you playing in the UK? Right? Are you coming to the UK to play? I'm coming to the UK the second that it's all open and we can get over there. I promise. I And hopefully, even if I have to wear a big hazmat suit, I will give you the biggest hug and get to see you in person. Although I am very jealous of everyone's right when I see the rhinestones on their um, face masks. I do think to yeah. myself, where do they get these? Did someone buy a glue gun and sparkles? Yeah. Because I think that's what's, what's going to have to re- resort to around here. It is. I think a lot of people got crafting in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I went from that. I told you I went from the scrapbooks and the paper to, to technology. So I've clearly gone the wrong way around, I think. Oh, <laughs> and the bunker down shows were great. All of these are up on your webs uh, on the on your Instagram page still, aren't they? All of the yes, performances. Yes. You and your boyfriend. Yes, that's right. And um, we, it was pretty funny because we we genuinely like the first <laughs> the first the first bunker down show, like. Again, I'd never done a live stream or, you know, I'd always been busy and we'd always been working and I was always on to the next project, but I was never the one, you know, filming it or, I'd, you know, go to the studios or we'd do, yeah. do something. I wasn't behind the camera. Um, but the very first one, we set up all these tea lights and we got all these, I found some fairy lights in the um, in the cupboard and 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 all of a sudden we, we, we put it, we find a stand to put it on and... You know, you press live, basically, it's just blurry. You can barely see anything. It's like the sound and we've really gone for it. We've sung like, we've sung the songs people have asked for. We, you know, we've, we've, I'm at this point, I was writing kind of chords on a page for requested songs and we look back, we think we've done it. You look back and it's just this blurry, um, bad sound. And we're like, right next week we'll get better so then the next week you go back and you you know you you realize okay maybe you have to go on this setting for the wi-fi here to make sure that it actually and you you know you learned along the way and i i definitely every single week i learned with people which was hilarious but also there's it's like a little time capsule for all of us you know what did we do in lockdown in years to come we'll look back and you'll have those performances you'll have those blurry fairy lights in the background we just we just were like well what can we do if, of course through music so 
we it was a, actually felt really um, lovely. It felt lovely to speak to everybody once a week. It was like having a schedule on Thursday nights. We, you know, we we sat there and we talked to everybody, and it was like we were in a um, in a concert every Thursday night. And that consistency was really key to having um, so many people join us and it becoming, you know, such a really special part of being at home. I looked forward to it. I felt like it was a really important part of my lockdown period because, you know, I, I, if nothing else was, if I didn't know where the world was going or what was happening, I knew on Thursday night I was having a song with everybody and we would have a laugh and, and have a sing even if I played the wrong chords for every yeah. second song and forgot every <laughs> second lyric. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I've got these shows to remember this time by and you've got those, for those sure. performances. For sure. yeah. How wonderful. I'm very grateful that you would have me on the, oh, your show, Kate. I love very, very kind of you. And thank you so, so much for dialing in and staying up late. And it's um, please, when you do come to the UK, I really want to come and see you do your thing but thank you so much delta and continued success but more importantly continued good health likewise kate stay safe look after yourself sending the biggest love that's it for this week as always white wine question time is produced by me kate thornton with richard hatherall for yahoo uk producing and editing is by callum goddard mocklow and our beats and music are provided by andy bell his back catalogue is available on iTunes and Spotify. We'll be back next week with more great guests. Until then, take care and try to do as we do if we're having a drink. We're trying to do it responsibly. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.